You are tuning in to Red Zone Coffee Talk with your host, Tim. And Zachary. And we are back after another wild week of football, specifically uh, the playoffs, playoff football. Um, you know what I was just thinking? We, we haven't, I can't tell you the last, we haven't had coffee on this channel in a while. Um, well, I guess we just had, we had the cold brew, but it's tough because we record at night, so we can't really drink coffee. We need, I got to figure out a way, um, something else, because we're talking coffee talk, maybe decaf. Yeah, I could buy some decaf coffee beans this week. That wouldn't be bad. But even still, decaf still has caffeine. Yeah, not too much. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do like an early morning session. Uh, that might be a tough sell. but we Like a 5, 5 a.m. recording. Oh, okay, here we go. Coffee. Uh, decaf coffee uh, has two milligrams of caffeine in the cup compared to regular coffee, which is 95. So really? like, Only two milligrams? That's like as much as chocolate. Oh, okay. Well then, so yeah, we okay. can do that. Let's do it. Sick. I pref- I, I'm glad that it has that little because an early morning session would uh, kill me. Yeah, it would probably kill me too, but anything for the fans. Anything for the fans. Anything. Well, uh, we're back. Um, wild week of playoff football last week. Uh, we had, you know, go now we're heading into uh, – uh, Conference championships, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, that time. Yep. And we got uh, on one side, you have the 49ers and the Eagles. On the other side, the Chiefs and the Bengals for rematch, what, number four for them? Yeah. And I don't think the Chiefs have won one of those yet. Yeah, no, Pat- uh, Burrow is 3-0 and versus Patrick Mahomes. Wow. That's wild. Um, people have been calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Which yeah, that's cool. what I heard. Um, and then Niners and uh, um, Eagles. I don't think they've met at all in recent, so that'll be that'll be a good matchup. But it's going to be some. There will be some fun fun games this week. Um, we can talk through. Let's see. Uh, from last week, uh, we were talking about. I know. So Eagles obviously beat the Giants uh, last week. We were talking about maybe the Giants could do it. Nope, that was rough. They looked really bad. Um, Dude, I think Daniel Jones. Last week we were like, "Oh, his job probably secured." I, dude, I don't know. I mean, that was bad. Yeah, bad. but who else are you gonna get? I don't know. I don't know. But I think you, you just stick him? with him for now. You gonna pay him? Maybe for a year. You can tag him, I guess, but he's not I gonna mean, sign a one-year deal. I mean, but whatever you're gonna pay him, if you want to go get someone else, you're gonna pay some like. You're either going to – if you're going to pay someone less, they're going to be worse than Daniel Jones. You know, think about – think about, like, okay, Jimmy G. You start, you're going to have to pay – you have to pay Jimmy G a lot more than you'd be paying Daniel Jones. I don't think it'd be much more, and I think even – I think I'd rather take Jimmy G. Really? Okay. Here's Here are a list of free agent quarterbacks. Let me tell ba- you which – Baker Mayfield? Uh, I'm on tennis players now. That's not what I clicked on. Baker – uh, here are some ones that are realistic possibilities. Bridgewater, I'd rather take Jones. Jimmy G, probably take Jimmy G. Yeah. Darnold, give me Jones. Baker, give me Jones. Geno Smith, probably going to stay with Seattle. Jacoby Brissett, I'd take Brissett. Uh, Mike White, they would stick with Jones, but I don't. Yeah, Jones is better because he doesn't turn the ball over. Andy Dalton, if he was younger, maybe. Heineke will be a free agent. That, uh, 
I'd probably still take Daniel Jones. I think that's, that one's probably closer. I think the familiarity with Jones would keep him, but I think those guys play similar ball. Yeah, well, but part of it is Heineke's. I don't think Heineke's. I love Heineke. I just don't. I think part of his his draw is his ability to lead that team. But you go to right. a whole new team, a whole new system. Like I think you kind of lose that. So Gunnar Mianchu? Mm. No. Ah, he's pretty good, dude. No. Let's just let let me get a, let me get on my high horse really quick. Gunnar Mianchu. Let's, let me pull up the stats. Well, first, his guard. Uh, who is Gardner Manshu? I know Gardner Minshew. I say it however I want to say it. <laughs> I thought there was an E, an M I E N, so I would always say Minshew. I thought you were calling him like Gardner Manshu, you know, like because he's a man. No, but I kind of like that. Like a nickname, dude. Okay, new T-shirt, Gardner Manshu. Gardner Manshu. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So in Jacksonville, he was a freaking baller, dude. He okay, is 66% yeah. completion percentage, 2,200 yards, 16 touchdowns, five picks. And then he gets they then he gets replaced by Lawrence, obviously. In, in his rookie year, as what, a fifth-round pick, sixth-round pick? 60%, 3,200 yards, 21 touchdowns, and six picks. I I think Gary Manchu, Min, Min, Minchu, I think he has a – should be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. I'd still take Daniel Jones. I would not. But I hate Daniel Jones. I mean, like, I <laughs> just do. think if I look to me, if he was a Browns quarterback, I'd be so scared. If I were a Giants fan, I'd be petrified of resigning him. I'd be terrified. But I'm sure that'll get resolved soon enough. Yep. Well, like we were saying, they suck this week and they got the L and Eagles move on. Then you got um, Jaguars and Chiefs. Uh, Jaguars had a chance. Um, but yeah, Chiefs just kind of overpowered him. Um, I will say coming out of that game, it'll be interesting with Mahomes, um, and his injury. I, he's going to play. Um, but I, I think it's got to impact the game somehow. I mean, I don't think there's any way you come out with a high ankle sprain and say, oh yeah, no way this impacts it, you know? So I'll be interested to see how, what that does to this upcoming week. Yeah. I think he's going to amputate. Oh wow! Okay, that's I was not expecting an amputation. His Mahomes on one leg is better than half the quarterbacks in this league. Change that's mind. that is very true. Um, yeah. That now we will say you also said if they wanted to win that game, they need to play Chad Henney, and they did. And he came in and pretty much I'm pretty sure he led a drive, ninety eight yard touchdown drive. Wow! So they put him in and it worked. So yeah. I was right. Talk about a guy who knows what's up. But, yeah, but we said uh, Jaguars, I'm pretty sure. I think if I remember correctly, the big thing that I that take away from me was if the Jaguars won in the game, they need to win the turnover differential. They lost by a touchdown. And Lawrence threw a pick. And Patrick Mahomes threw none. So, I said, if you – should have won yeah. that game. They, they it was in there. They could have had it. Yeah, but I think picks like interceptions or against the Chiefs turnover differentials are killer. Yeah, you just can't do that. If you do that, they're gonna they're gonna make you pay for it. So right. Yep. And then uh, on Sunday we had the Bengals kind of thrashing the Bills. Um, 
20 when ended up winning 27 to 10. Um, what was your takeaway from that game? The, the Bills just what happened, do you think? Well, we talked about it. Momentum is king. Uh, the Bills' momentum seemed to have just left the sales. The DeMar Hamlin stuff, which we'll get to that, that seemed to be their momentum was ever since that game. The Bills going into the Bengals game on Monday Night Football were not playing that well. Uh, and we kind of forgot about that after that week. Uh, yeah. And then they, unfortunately, like their cold play came out, no pun intended with the band, but uh, anyway, they came out cold <laughs> and uh, the Bengals came out just as hot as they had been and uh, crushed them. And in the NFC, the momentum teams are the ones who are in the NFC title game. So it has been all four teams left for the hottest teams going into the playoffs. That's true. And I yeah. don't think that's I don't think that's a mistake. Like I don't think that's some accident. Like these teams yeah. have just been dominant. So Yeah. No, I agree. I think another thing that killed um I mean you look at rushing stats, because with all the snow, not that um not that they were it was they were impossible to pass, but even I mean Joe Burrow had two hundred and forty two passing yards, Josh Allen two sixty five, but no touchdowns. But rushing wise, Joe Mixon 105 rushing yards. My P Ryan, 33 rushing yards. Joe Burrow, 31. So in total, that's almost 170. And the Bills um, had 60 rushing yards on the game. And so I think that was a big thing because um, the Bills haven't had a rush offense all year. And then you get into you know a game like that with the snow. Like I think that kind of killed them where they couldn't run the ball. Their offense was Josh Allen passing, and that was not working. So. Um, and the Bengals, I'll give, I will give credit to the Bengals because I was worried about their, their pass defense, but they shut down Stefan Diggs. Uh, and that's what I was worried about. Um, and they did a good job. I mean, four catch 35 yards. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, they played a really good game. Um, I would not want to be the Chiefs. The Bengals are feeling good. I don't want them to go to another Super Bowl, but, um, they're feeling good about it. Uh, so we'll see. This week's going to be a good game, um, Bengals and Chiefs. So what about you? What do you think? Do you think – do you agree with me, run game? What do you think? I think that was a big thing. Uh, I think it was probably hard for them to get the run game established even if they wanted to because Mahomes – or sorry, Allen just looked so confused out there. Yeah. Uh, he was just not playing like – Yeah. He wasn't playing like playoff Allen last year. So – uh, but yeah, the Bills all year, their run game really was just lackluster. And I, you see mock drafts saying like, oh, you know, they could get Bajan Robinson or they should get Saquon. That, that their offense just doesn't value the run game. So it doesn't matter what running back you plug in. Like James Cook, I think is good. Singletary, I think is fine. But they just, their scheme is not like, they don't run the ball. Uh, yeah. So, and their offensive line, to be honest, I don't think is built for that. So, that's my concern is not that the running backs they have in place, but that offense I don't think is built to to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I think you identified well. Like, you, like I mean, um, Allen looked confused out there. The offense is really behind him. And it's moments like that. I think Allen – I mean, again, I'm not saying Allen is a bad quarterback. Allen's a great quarterback. I mean, top top five in the league. Um, but it's moments like that to determine what makes you, I guess he's a very good quarterback, but what, what makes you takes you up to the level of greatness is thriving, uh, in pressure moments, you know, 
Um, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, like not Patrick Mahomes isn't the perfect quarterback, but I, if I had to pick, like, man, you're going into a pressure game, I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes because he's just proven right. that he's got that second level. And you think of the guys that have done it. I mean, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, you think of uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, kind of like what defines a great quarterback is not just your ability, like, to play football, but also how you respond in those tough situations. And, you know, they kind of crumbled. And so – not that that means that Allen can't get there, but that's if they want to, if they actually want to win a Super Bowl, um, and they're not going to add a run game, if they're going to primarily have it go through Allen, which I think can work, he has, you have to capitalize and you have to be able to thrive in those moments because that's all the playoffs are, you know? So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild game. It was a bummer that, uh, it wasn't as, exciting as we think we all hoped yeah yeah i was it was the game i was most excited for and it kind of was a kind of was a downer um but i think the wildest thing to come from that game is everyone that i I think we were talking about this earlier um was all the conspiracy theories that actually the person um that demar because demar hamlin was at the game but that actually the person that was at the game wasn't demar hamlin um that it was someone else and that some say that tomorrow was in the hospital. There were some theories that were saying actually DeMar Hamlin's dead. Um, and they just don't want us to know. And I'm like, why, why, like what, why, like wh- why, why that doesn't make any sense. Like, and if so, it didn't work because all it did, the bills lost. So it's not like it was like, Oh, this is like, I don't know what the point of that would be, but yeah. what do you think about all that? Uh, yeah, absolutely ludicrous. Uh, I just don't even know. That's just such an unrealistic, like, if that was real, eventually it would come out that it was faked, and the absolute storm in the media that would happen if that was true. Like, if he was dead, and they, like, were faking it, like, faking him being alive, like, that's just insane. Because they'd have to do that until... They'd eventually have to fake his real death or his fake death, right? Like, yeah, they'd have they, to reveal that he died, but it would have to be a fake moment, or yeah. So, yeah, I just am like, that is just a stupid thing. But yeah, and I don't I mean, I do. It is kind of weird that like he was in the box, his face wasn't showing. Like they they hurried him. They didn't let him do an interview. They hurried him into the locker room. Like I do think it's weird. Like, yeah, but you also don't know how he's doing health wise. You know, he's out of the hospital, but. Like if you if CBS look if CBS is putting him if they're putting him on TV in the box, then like you should tell them, hey, don't pan over, he's not healthy, or don't put him in a box. Why is he in the box? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I don't I know. Think if everyone saw him almost die on national TV, I do think the first time he's back on a game, you need to let everyone see him alive. Like, yeah, if he's not well enough to be seen, then he should not. Yeah, or maybe it wasn't that. Maybe he was well, but maybe it could have been things like I don't want it to be all about me, you know, which it still ended up being that way because that's dumb. But because people made the conspiracy theories, but you know, maybe he was like, I don't want, I don't want to be the center of attention. I want it to be, you know, about the game and about my guys. So, and that that could be it because I mean, you think about if obviously like they're all going to want to interview him, they're all going to talk to him, but like he's doesn't want. Maybe he doesn't want the game to be about that. So. He's like, I'd rather not be the center of attention. So I, I, I could very much see that being a reason, um, you know. But if like, and also like, 
I think just from a, if you're talking about a motivation standpoint, um, like if he had actually died, like again, I'm not using this to say like that's better, but like, why would you, like, why is it, why is him being, why is a fake Demar Hamlin being there better? Like, who's that better for? Because you're telling me you tricked the whole team. Like who? Like who was it for? Like what was the faking of Demar Hamlin if he was not actually there? Like who's it for? Because there's no way the whole team like fell for it. Like you're telling me everyone was tricked, right? You know, like yeah, it's just like like who would have? Then it's for the fans. But at that point, who? Why is that? You know? So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's just dumb. And Josh Allen already came out and be like, that's dumb. Uh, so yeah, um. Because our our official podcast statement is it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. And if you believe it, get out. Oh wow. Yeah, that's what I say. Okay. You heard yeah. it here first. Yep, you did. Well, all right. And the last game of the weekend, Dallas versus San Francisco. Um, I'm gonna say this. I don't think Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I think that is bogus. You you disagree with me? You don't think he's good? Listen, dude, I think he gets... What is your definition of good? You I think, think he gets Jones let off the good? hook. You think Daniel Jones is good? Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is good, but I think he's... I don't think Dak Prescott... I don't. I wouldn't pay Dak Prescott more than I pay Daniel Jones at this point. Oh, my mercy. Dude, Daniel or Dak Prescott gets let off the hook so many times. This man, he threw two picks in this game. All year, he's thrown more, like, pressure time interceptions... And, yeah, they're not all been his fault. But if you are one of the highest-paid quarterbacks and you are on a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl, okay, hey, Brock Purdy has more playoff wins than him and Tony Romo. I think that says a lot more about the Cowboys as a team than it does Dak because football is a team sport. Yes, Brock but it Purdy, is a team Brock, sport, If Brock Purdy leaves San Francisco, Brock Purdy will not be heard of again. I agree. But what I'm saying is Dak Prescott, I think he, he – I don't think it's fair that he gets let off the hook on the interceptions. All the time, I don't think people leave him off the hook. People, I mean, he gets slammed more than any other quarterback because he plays for the Cowboys. Why doesn't Josh Allen get slammed? Josh Allen has played. I slam Josh Allen all the time. Josh Allen has played almost as bad, if not as bad, as Dak Prescott since midseason. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I but just... no one talks about that. And Josh Allen's obviously good. He said a bad year. I think Dak. I would take Dak over uh, majority of the quarterbacks in the league. I, yeah, and I think that makes him good. I think he is good. Now, do I think he's elite? No, I don't. I used to think so. I don't think he's proven that. Yeah, uh, but that team, their defense is not good. They played fine against San Francisco. I'm not denying. I think he crapped the bed, but so did Josh Allen. So yeah. there's that. Uh, their defense has not been good all year. They had C.D. Lamb and no one else. Uh, their offensive line had been hurt. Ezekiel Elliott's not that great. Tony Pollard was good. So the team got worse this year. Yeah. Uh, and again, I he did not play great this year, but I, I think he's good. Here, let me. I will tell you. Let's see. Here are the quarterbacks that I would take over. Uh, Dang, dude, you threw fifteen picks this year. That's I w- wild. I would take Dak over. Right, right now. So right now, based on what I saw this year, at least. Deshaun, they have Dak on the Browns than Deshaun Watson. Okay, I'd rather have Dak than Carson Wentz or Heineke. I'd rather have Dak than Matt Stafford. 
I'd rather have Dak than Baker than Mariota. Uh, I'd rather have him than Lamar Jackson. Uh, really? Because Lamar, I am such a I I do not like Lamar. I think he has not played great since damn ago. So I think it's time for he threw sixty two percent completion percentage, seventeen touchdowns, seven picks. If he had played full season, that's probably twelve picks. That's not great. Uh, I take Dak over Pickett, over Jimmy G, over Tannehill. I take him over over Davis Mills, over Daniel Jones, over Derek Carr, over Russell Wilson. Um, I take him over Aaron Rodgers for the future. I would take him over Geno Smith because Geno has had one good season. See, but here's what I think: that's when you take him over Aaron Rodgers. You really take him over Pickett, even with Pickett's future upside. Yeah, because I think Dak's twenty nine. I feel like he has enough good years as a pocket quarterback. Okay. Also, Pickett didn't ball out. Been touchdowns and nine interceptions. So I'm just saying, like Dak's not top ten, but he's top fifteen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's fine, I guess. But I guess if he, and I guess that's fine. But I think it's just tough because I think he, if you want to, if you want to be good, I. I agree. It was a terrible performance. I mean, just a yeah. I I don't think you can win a suit now. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe Brock Purdy can prove me wrong, but I I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with worse than a top ten quarterback. In most cases, yeah, I think San Francisco is probably yeah because they're Kyle Shanahan. Now, granted, they haven't won one with Shanahan. So he hasn't yeah, and I, and I'll say and and it, it bases year to year. I'm not saying overall because I'm I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a top ten quarterback overall in the league. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying per year, like right this year, Jalen Hurts is a top ten quarterback from this year. Joe Burrow and Patrick Holmes, all of them are top ten based on this year. I'm not saying like all time, you know. Um, and so like that's why like you know as much as we probably like would have loved the Giants, Daniel Jones. You know, like I think all I, I think majority of the teams that are out of the playoffs right now, like, well, like do you think Kirk Cousins was a top ten quarterback this year? No. Do you think? Um, well, I guess okay. Who I guess we could say top ten. I mean, you probably have Mahomes. I, this isn't an order, but like Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, Allen. Um, I have to. Probably, would you say Fields? You think Fields is a top ten quarterback this year? No, fantasy. No. Yeah, fantasy. But he did not um, throw the ball well. Um, Jared, I, Jared Goff is oh, top ten this year. I would say off of this year. I'm not saying Jared Goff's amazing, but this year, yes. Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Yeah, I in the long run, yeah. Uh, I don't think I kind of I would take my foot off of this gas pedal. Um, he also didn't play in the playoffs, but Tua was playing very well. Forgot. Yeah. Uh, but so all that to say, like, yeah, I think you have to have at least a top, like for that year, you know, your play, your quarterback has to be. In the I agree. I, I, and that's why I, I do think Dak is a liability at points. However, I think that team has some gaping holes that they haven't. That's fixed. true. They've never had a good defense with that. Yeah. In, like eight years. Their defense did take a sharp decline because they they were on the start of the year they were on fire and then went downhill. It's just fast. crazy. Like you're willing to pay Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, but you won't. You're only 
defensive player that you've invested in is Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. And it's like well, you wonder also, why you can't win. Like, yeah, you got to help. Now, I guess the game is an outlier because they held them to 20. Uh, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. The def- Like, you should be able to put if – you, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you should be able to put up 21 points in the game. And if they put up 21 right. points, they win. And so, like, they're de- not that they're, I won't say, I mean, 19 points a lot, but I would say their defense did the job they should have done. Because I'm pretty sure that offense, I, I saw it actually under Brock Purdy, the Niners have been averaging 35 points a game under Brock Purdy. So, since he took over. So, they held them to 19 when they've been averaging 35. So, that I take that as a win. Like, that's that's a win in that book. You know, you're, okay, like, you know, you, at that point, that's as a defense, not that, you want it, You obviously want to. You could love to have a shutout, but that's a win from your defense. And then you only put up twelve. It's like okay, like that's on the offense. And another thing we mentioned last week, I said if they want to win, I also said like Zeke, I think needs to show up, and they didn't. Zeke had twenty six rushing yards. Pollard had twenty two. You know, and sadly Tony Pollard, you know, injured. Um, he's gonna have surgery. Hopefully, be back. But that's just that just sucks because I feel like injuries like that. A lot of times they're like running back. Sometimes, I mean, you can come back, but do you think he'll be this? Like, it just sucks. He was having such a breakout year, and that injury could really put a damper on, like, you know, like he'd get paid, but will he have the same spring in his step? You know, I think he'll be fine because there's a bone. If it was like muscle or ligament, yeah, I'd be more concerned. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I do think, yeah, I don't know. The Cowboys, it'll be interesting. San Francisco is the top defense in the league. Um, so that is, like, part of it. The play calling was not uh, – I think the last play of the game is a good image of that. Yeah, I don't even know what that was. That was I, – I, no, the Colts, uh, not as bad, but almost as bad as the Colts play with Pat McAfee. Remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, I the Cowboys had a good season. Um, if I was, I I think they're sticking with Mike McCarthy. I would try and if it was up to me, like I think you, even though Mike McCarthy has been fine, I would get rid of him and go try to get Sean Payton. Like if you could get Sean Payton and the quarterback whisperer for Dak, like I think that could be good. Like that could be good for your team. So. Um, I don't think you're going to win a Super Bowl under McCarthy, and that's what we're trying to do in this league. So, um, yeah, you know, Ooh. Um, I have a fun question. Okay, go for it. Um, tell me top five quarterbacks in completion percentage. Uh, yeah, top five. One of them is going to get cut because he played half the games. Um, Jimmy G. Yep. He was number four. Jared Goff? No. Goff, actually, was, he was 65%. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes? Nope. Close. Who, uh, who's your favorite? Uh... Tim Tebow. No. Gino Daniel Smith Jones? One. Uh, Daniel Jones was five. Matt, uh, Matt Stafford was in there, but he only played nine games. Yeah. Herbert and then Burrow. Uh Let's see if I can. Who was number one? Geno Smith, 69.2. Oh, wow. Dang. 
Uh, do you want to know who had? Let's see. I'm gonna make sure I do the math right here. Gotta make sure I do the math right. All right, who had the? I think this is the second or third best touchdown interception ratio. Um, Daniel Jones. All, no, no, he was also in the top five of completion percentage. Geno Smith. Nope. Justin Herbert. Nope. Joe Burrow? No, Jimmy G. Jimmy G, wow, okay. Jimmy G, 16 touchdowns, four picks. Oh, that's 60, true, yeah. And 67. So, all that to say, that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. But we talked about Daniel Jones or Jimmy G. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I would probably take Jimmy G. Um, Though Daniel Jones is the fastest white man I've ever seen. That is true. That is true. So, we'll see. I, I think Jimmy G to the Giants wouldn't be a bad move for them. Um I think they need to get a receiver as well. Um, oh, for sure. But, yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you think uh, – I wanted to ask, do you think Brock Purdy deserves to be in the uh, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year? Uh, oh, that's right. Conversation, because uh, he is, which I think is a little wild. I say no. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I love that his – like his – Rise, like I think it's awesome, but I just think it's a little wild that he's he played what five games in the regular season. Yeah, and these aren't. I'm pretty sure they're not postseason awards. No, they're not. I mean, they're awarded in the postseason, but it's not based on postseason. Right. So it's like I don't think like the people who might think it's worth like it was a good decision. If they had lost to Seattle, I don't think anyone would be saying that. Yeah. No, I agree. So, especially when Olave was out there. Yeah, but I will say he played well against the – I mean, okay, not well in terms of, like, he had a great game, but well in that as a young guy, he didn't turn the ball over, you know. And that's – Yeah. You know, I think the, if he had played even eight to nine games, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But I'm saying against the, the Cowboys in this playoff game. Oh, this, yeah. This was the toughest defense he had played, you know, and so right. – the best team he had played, and he like he didn't have an amazing game, nineteen twenty nine for two hundred fourteen yards, but he didn't turn the ball over. And for a young quarterback, that's big. Um, and I think that's really that's what I mean won them the game because if he had, I think the game could have. I mean, it was it was they were only one by seven, so you know he played a clean from a turnover point a clean game, which is good. So yeah, they'll probably need they're going to need more than that to beat the the Eagles, but at least. Um, at least he did that. So, props to our boy Brock. Yeah, um, Brock Purdy, we love you. We're cheering for you. I yes. If you want to come also, on the podcast, Pat, I want. I really want the Bengals to get absolutely hammered. Oh, I would love that. I am so the Bengals. Like the first year. I was like, man, I don't want to see a rival team win, but they're not the biggest rival. They irritate me right now more than the Ravens or the Steelers. They're just so cocky sometimes. Yes. About and and not even, like Joe Burrow, I get it. Joe Burrow can be cocky, but like Eli Apple, Eli yeah. Apple is the worst cornerback that like starting quarterback cornerback ever, and he is so cocky. It makes me so mad. Like I was like, dude, like. Yeah, it was tough. 
You even see, I like this is back to Demar Hamilton, but like the tweet he made about. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Bad. Like I was like, dude, like, do you have no sense of awareness at all? Like to like, what did they like? You're really that that heated about that game that you won that you're gonna diss a guy who almost died on the field? Like what? I don't know. Like I it just makes me so like things like that. Like that has nothing to do with the game. And now you make me just hate you and not want you to win. Right. Um, also, Cincinnati fans on Twitter it just annoy the crap out of me. I can't yeah. stand. I cannot stand it. And part it's of that like is they've like, they've forgotten where they came from. It's not right. too long ago that they were just right next to us as Browns fans. In fact, it was not that long ago. We're I'm, we're talking like 13 months ago that we had won a playoff game. Even before we won a playoff game, we had won one more recently than them. Yeah, it's true. So they they got let's let's put some let's just be humble, okay? It might not last that long. Be thankful you're here. Be excited. But I do not want to see you talking about your playoff team as yeah. if you are the Patriots dynasty. Let's yeah, take a chill pill. You haven't won a Super Bowl. You're not going to win. I don't think you're going to win it this year. And I'm just going to say this. Uh, you do not have enough. Cincinnati is not a big market. And you do not have enough money to pay Joe Burrow what he deserves. So unless you can convince him to take a, uh, a homebody – um, a homebody discount, you will not keep him for forever. I think he probably will take a discount. I know, but but yes, I agree. Uh, I yeah, I just want them to lose so bad. I, I think they probably might be the Chiefs. I think that, yeah, injury. However, I think the Eagles or the Niners could destroy them. Yeah, but also they're going in with a what three and zero lead over them. And whenever you look down on the Chiefs, they always seem to do something. Be like, yeah, don't, don't, don't count us out. You know, that's true. The, this is like the first time the Chiefs might be underdogs. Yeah, and that's what like I think that was playing in the Bengals' favors because they had been underdogs, and now they're like, we're tired of being called underdogs. Like, and I'm like, no, like don't be like because the moment that you the moment that you start being prideful, the Lord said it: pride cometh before the fall. Amen. And that's from the Proverbs. Um, and what we know about the book of Proverbs this is a quick uh, dive into scriptural interpretation. The Proverbs are not distinctly promises, but they're realities of this exist of the world that have been written down. And so it's not always true, but it's not just a thing that God said, hey, this will always happen. But he's saying it is just a reality of this world that pride comes before the fall. So we should heed that and say, let's not be prideful. Let's be humble, and maybe then people will cheer for us. But now that you're prideful, I think I think the Chiefs are going to say, "Yeah, well, guess what? We've been here before, and they're gonna they're gonna put them in their place." So can't wait. Yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, you probably saw the title of our episode today, but today we're going to be talking uh, for better or worse. Um, no, we're not talking about my marriage vows, uh, which did I say that? Huh? I. Did I say for better? Or worse? I don't even remember if we did for that part of the vows. Um, I, 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 but I, I did marry my wife for better or worse. Um, she's making us some chocolate chip zucchini bread. So tonight it's for better. Oh, uh, which is great. You're going to uh, mail some to me? Uh, no, I'm not. Um, okay. Sorry, but I'll mail you your t-shirt. Um, hey, that was a good plug. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, we made t-shirts. So maybe you'll see them on Instagram. Um, and if you're interested, we might be able to get you one. So for a low fee. Uh, fifty dollars. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it wouldn't be fifty bucks. But you can message us 
uh, on Insta or um, if you have our numbers, you know, if you know us, text us. But message us on, message us on Instagram uh, if you see our T-shirts and you think you'd want one. Uh, we can get you one made. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, for better or worse, and we're saying we're going to look at the NFC today and we're going to say, okay, will this team next year be better or worse than they were this year? Um, so, yeah, we're going to do the NFC this week. We'll talk AFC next week. Uh, then that'll take us to Super Bowl week. Yes, so, sir, brother. Uh, yep. What uh, what team or what division shall we start with? Um, I'll leave it up to you. You pick. Mm. Well, let's start with uh, let's. We've been talking about the NFC East a good bit today. We have. Let's, been. Start, let's start with those boys, and let's start right. with let's start with the boys, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're going to be now. Let's let's clarify. We're talking about record. Right, um, or no? Yeah, well, I guess because, but it could be objective or subjective in terms of like, well, they may have a worse record, but they're a better team. I don't know, but I think we'll talk. We'll say record. We can talk overall, but it will be defined by the record, you know. Right. And if we say worse, we're saying like, you know, the Cowboys this year were what? Twelve and five. Twelve and five. So like, if I'm saying they're worse, I'm not saying oh they're going to be eleven and six. I'm saying like seven, eight wins. You know. Okay. So okay. I see what you're saying. Like, do we think they'll be around the same? Um, do we think they'll be worse to the point of, like, you know, seven or eight wins? Or do you think they'll be better and, like, take it up a notch to win, you know, 13, 14 games? That's fair. Well, with that said, uh, I think they'll be close. To the, I think they'll be borderline same or worse. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll probably win 10 games. Uh, that's my prediction. Um, I can't validate that. Uh, with any like I just am I didn't I think they overperformed record wise this year I think they proved that in the playoffs um I mean to be although they could have won the game against San Francisco so I don't know I think unless they fix some things on defense uh, or, or bring some weapons in or do something I don't really have a reason to believe that they'll do better than 12 wins yeah uh, I think 12 wins was over like I mean they started what did Cooper Rush was like what four and as a starter five and zero. Yeah, yeah, he was four and zero. Like that's just not gonna happen again. They're not gonna get off to that kind of a start again. So yeah, I think they'll be borderline worse. Yeah, you? that's what I agree. Um, I don't think there's a world where they can be better, really, because I don't know what could change. Um, that could lead to that. Uh, so I, I think, you know. I see, I see, I see it borderline leaning more so on probably worse. Um, just because unless they get that defense figured out, I think it's just going to get worse for them. So, but yeah, do you think now how much longer is Zeke under contract? Zeke? Yeah. A couple of years. Do you he, think he, he, they can't get rid of him this year? Well, I know, but do you think he gets traded? Do you think there's a world where he gets traded? No, I don't think anyone will trade for him. Uh, he did say he'd take a pay cut. Okay. So that's pretty huge for them. Uh, they shouldn't have resigned him. That would be my ultimate, like, hey, that was stupid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I think pay cut, but they can't dump him. And I don't think a team, unless Dallas eats most of the salary, I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think if they want to be better offensively, I think they need to get another weapon, um, receiver wise. Um, cause CD lamb, 
I mean, CeeDee Lamb's a star. We know that. Um, I did see a thing that was talking, because Schultz will be, is projected to be a free agent. So if they want to keep him, they'll need to pay him. Um, but I saw I saw a guy who projected like offers that uh, like players would get based on like similar other offers and things like that. And I think the offer projected for Dalton Schultz would make him like the third highest paid tight end in the league. Um, wow! I was like, dang, I I like Dalton Schultz. I don't think he's the third best tight end. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm like, I don't know if. They have a lot of tight ends on that roster, and so I'm almost like, you know, I, I don't know. Would do you, would you pay him that, or would you no. go with Peyton Hendershot? And uh, we have there's a guy from Ohio State. I can't think of his name now. Um, they have a Ferguson. Yeah, that's who it is, Jake Ferguson. Uh, I wouldn't pay him that kind of money. I think he's yeah. good, but I think he's is he 28 now, or no, maybe he's 26. He is 26. Uh, I wouldn't pay him that. I don't know. Like, they're not a tight end centric offense. I don't think I'm paying a tight end top money unless I'm like Kansas City or Baltimore and they're like the focal point of my passing game. Yeah. Um so I mean you just drafted Jake Ferguson, right? I think. Uh, I think they just drafted Peyton Hendershot. But oh, they've okay. had and Jake Ferguson's like been a year. So I would say don't do it and those guys certainly will be fine. Yeah. I think you could use that money on a receiver cuz there'll be some receivers who's the upcoming free agent receiver wise. Ooh, good point. Because Noah Brown and Michael Gallup aren't getting it done. No, they're they're solid, but yeah, the I'm trading Amari Cooper was tough for them. Yeah. Uh, well, this website won't load. That's a bummer. Here we go. Uh, okay, this is like a list of five. That doesn't count. You don't get to use that as an article title. Okay, these all are terrible. We're working on it. Okay. Um, well, while you work on that, I'll just say that, yeah, I think they're going to be – unless I think offensively they need to upgrade receiver, um, and then defensively there's a lot that needs to happen. But, and, yeah, instead of spending that money on Schultz, I'd spend it on a receiver. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, question mark? Um, That wouldn't be bad. Uh, I don't think I – mean, I think he's out of his prime. But he's still, I he's still a, a. I think he's still a upper like, middle to uh to upper level receiver, and he would it would be better if he's not the only guy. I mean, the Cardinals' offense they literally had no one. It was him and Greg Dortch. So, right, like they could just triple team him. So be him and Ceedee Lamb that could be nice. So that wouldn't be bad. That would be uh, Cowboys fans would probably be pretty excited. Yeah, but that's yeah. So I would pay the money there than on Dalton Schultz. The free agency class looks kind of poopy. Jacoby Myers, Juju, Alan Lazard, Darius Slayton, DJ Chark, Paris Campbell, Nicole Hardman, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, No Brown. Jarvis Landry is a cowboy. He wasn't that healthy this year, but uh, if he could play like ten to twelve games, yeah. Alan Lazard, I think is another. I like Alan Lazard. I think he's. He's um, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, remind me, what was your take? What did you think would happen to the uh... to the Cowboys? Yes. I better like same or worse. Okay, so yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Philly? I this think is a tough one. I'm gonna say worse, not because I think they're gonna be bad, but I don't think they can achieve the same level. 
it's Agreed. similar to like you think about like you're talking about Lamar Jackson's MVP year. Like yep. that year, you know, it's not like the year after that he played he was bad, but it was a worse year because it's just that level was crazy. Like they've they've played insanely well this year. Um I just I don't think it will happen again. I think they've caught fire. Um and you know, if you think about the Rams last year, like the Rams like not that they're similar, but the Rams caught fire, you know, and like they play well and they won the Super Bowl, like, you know, and that's what happened, which was great. But this year they've it's been really rough because um, you d- you don't really know what could happen. You know, the Eagles have been lucky to be free from the injury bug primarily. You know, outside of Hurts being out, um, but by the time he was out for those two weeks, it was pretty in- inconsequential. Um, you know, but they stayed pretty injury free, which helps. Um, but you know, if if you get injured. Like all it takes is, you know, next year you come in and AJ Brown goes down for four weeks um, and you go two and two, like things like that, you know, it's, right. it's not, I don't think it's sustainable. So I think, I don't think significantly worse, but I think it'll be worse. I think the, I think the race in the NFC East will be a little closer. I think um, the Cowboys and the Eagles will probably both be around 10 wins um, and maybe the Giants based on what they do at quarterback. But yeah, Eagles, I'm going to say worse. Yeah, I'm gonna go worse too. I think I think for sure they're still gonna make the playoffs, and they have a good chance to just still win their division. But uh, what they went fourteen and three or fifteen and two? Is it fifteen and two? I don't even remember. I need to check. Fourteen and three. Yeah, that's uh, really good. Yeah, I think that's hard to replicate, man. Um, the Chiefs are the only team that I'm like, yeah, for sure they can do it again, like at fourteen and three level. Um, I just don't, I, I don't see, yeah, I think Philly's good, but yeah, that hot start, like, I don't know how you replicate that, um, especially if an injury happens. So I would say worse, but not again, not by much. I mean, maybe I'd say the same. I, I'm, I'm thinking 12 and five. Yeah. Maybe I'd say close to the same. I don't think they drop off much, but I don't think you just lose three games and that's pretty crazy. So yeah, I agree. Um, what about the Giants? Giants? Yeah, the Giants. Uh, I think what they won, they went nine six and one. Nine uh, seven and one. Oh, nine six and one. Nine seven and one because they lost the playoffs. I think they're going to get worse. Um, I think they overachieved this year. Um, I oh, no, nine know. seven and one. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with Jones, even though he'll probably still be on the team. Um, they still are lacking a lot. I just think I think that NFC is going to get better. The NFC was not good this year. The NFC South sucked. The West had yeah. two good teams when we expected them to have four good teams. Um, I think Washington's going to get better. So I I think the Giants like you got to add receivers. Saquon, who knows if he'll still be around. Uh, your tight end like room is not bad, but it's not good. Like your team yeah. wasn't stellar. So they don't do anything that well except run the ball. But without Barkley, if he's gone, you just have problems. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm. I think it'll be. Ba- I think it could lean a lot on what they do at quarterback. Um, because I think if you bring in Jimmy G, I think that could change some things. Um, because I, a lot of their success has not not that it's all been coaching. They played well, but they're. Uh, like Dable is a good coach. I think he's proven like, yeah, he's got what it takes. And so I think, 
I like the scheme he had. I like the adjustments he makes. So um, I think if they, if it's the pretty much the same roster, um, I think worse. Uh, if they bring in maybe a new quarterback, maybe get another, another, some help receiver, maybe I could see it being a little better. Um, and those top three teams. And I think like them being up maybe, well, I guess it's, but it's hard to say better. Cause it's like, I don't think they're going to win more games than the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, right. And they only won nine. So it's like hard to say, yeah, they'll be better. I think, I think they're going to be around the same, you know, I don't think they're going to be like, you know, a four or five win team. I think they'll be up in, you know, eight or nine, 10 wins. Yeah. I, I, so think, I think the I, same. I could see the Giants winning six to seven games. Okay. That's what I, that's kind of how I see it, but I'm pretty low on them. So it could just be my personal bias. I think they, yeah. over, I think they overachieved by a large measure this year. I mean, people expected them to have maybe a top five pick. Yeah, so. no, that's true. But good coaching makes a difference. So probably yeah. Brian Dable. Yeah. Speaking of coaching, um, instead of good, we're talking about bad coaching, uh, the, the commanders. Um, uh, I'm just, I don't think Rivera is the answer. I think they should move on from him. Um, yeah. And so do you think now they went that, what did they end up? They ended up, um, seven, seven wins, eight wins. Eight, eight, and one. Um, I think they're probably going to stay the same. I agree Rivera's not the answer. There's the starting quarterback for next year. Maybe he's on the team with Sam Howell. Maybe. But you do not know what you're going to get with him. Um, so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, eight wins, like for, like, for how many question marks they have going in next year, it's pretty good. Like, that's not a bad year. Yeah. Well, when you think about the building blocks they have in place, I mean, outside of a quarterback, they've got a lot of youth in good positions. I mean, you got Brian Robinson at running back um, who had a good year. You have Terry McLaurin who's, you know, not a veteran, but he's established himself as a top receiver. Um, and Jahan Dotson had a pretty had – had a solid rookie season. Um, you know, so you have, and then a lot like Curtis Samuel played well as well. Um, but you have, you know, Jahan Dawson, Terry McLaurin, you know, tight end. Um, I think is it Bates, he, had, he was up and down, but I mean, you got, he's like, he's young and that's even a position you could fill defensively. They have a lot of, I mean, Jonathan Allen, um, Deron Payne, uh, you know, um, yeah. So I, I, I think I'm going to say better. Um, I think they'll finish second or third in the NFC East next year. Wow. Um, probably third. I think. I think it'll be. I think they'll beat out the Giants. Um, maybe second, but you see, I also say that, but I also, <coughs> I don't believe in Ron Rivera and his ability with the team. So I don't know. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on quarterback and coaching for them. Uh, yeah. yeah, both of which are shaky. So, yeah, Jamin. They have Jamin Davis, who's who just got drafted. Cameron Curl, who is twenty three. Like they're they're defensive leaders. 
Jamin Davis is 24. Cameron Curl, safety, 23. Derek Forrest is 23. Still have Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. Dron Payne, if he stays. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen's 28, but even that's that's Cole Holcomb. Montez Sweat. 26. Montez Sweat. That defense should be better than it is. Yeah. They underperform. Yeah, they have a lot of youth there. So... Um, so I could see. Some, oh, dude, Rashad Wild Goose, greatest name ever. That is phenomenal. But yeah, so I, I think I could. I think I'm. I predict some good, some good stuff from the Commanders. Um, I hope so. I feel bad for their fan base. So yeah. Um, all right, what division are we moving to next? Let's go. Uh, let's go north. What team are you starting with? Packers. Mm, better. I think uh, even if Rodgers is gone. Yep. I think Jordan Love. Here's the thing. I think that that's a good roster, I think. Okay. Uh, I think I think they'll get it together. If you trade Rodgers, you probably get, I mean, at least a first-round, one first-round pick this year. Probably a first and then, like, a second or third this year. And yeah. Their picks as well. Maybe even a player or two. Um. If the like, I'm thinking if it's like the Russell Wilson trade, which it, it should be, uh, you get two firsts, uh, and then the Seahawks also got Noah Font and uh, um, oh gosh, Shelby Lock. Harris, yeah, um, Andrew Locke, which doesn't really mean anything. So what I would, what I think would happen is you get a first, and then a couple contributors, uh, and that first round pick. Now you have. Probably two top 18 picks. Um, you can get a receiver to help out Jordan Love. And then you get an lineman. You get a D lineman. You can get a safety. Like, I think that team yeah. will get together. I think Jordan That's Love true. is ready. Uh, and I don't think what they won. Didn't they win eight games? That's what it was? I think, yeah. And even trading, let's say you trade with the Jets. You know, if that, like, I was thinking, because I've heard that's been something people have talked about yep. um that's a good pick you know you think you get elijah moore um because he's been kind of wanting out of there you know so another young you know athletic receiver um maybe even cj mosley he's kind of getting up there so yeah i could see i could see that um i i think i agree i think i'll say better um yeah i agree with you uh yeah, they, I mean eight wins is not really hard to top with a team that's as talented as them. They just got to get it together. So, um, Lions, better or worse? I'm gonna say better. Better than nine wins? Oh man, that's yeah. That's, okay, I'm gonna say better. I I like I like what's happening. I think same or better. I don't think worse. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would say that as well. I think there's a good. I think honestly, I think ten wins is their peak. Um, because again, everyone else is going to get better as as well. And they caught. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that roster has a lot of holes in it still. And I think their momentum carried them. They have good coaching. They um, need to boost their defense. I think their offense is already. Right. Yes. They need to move um, the defense big time, and they will. I have no doubt. Yeah. Um, 
But I, yeah, I, I would think maybe nine to ten wins again. Uh, but I think it'll be more consistent because they they won what like six out of seven to end the year, like that's not typical. So yeah, um, no, I yeah, agree. We'll see, we'll see what happens, but uh, I would say yeah, same or or better. So yeah. what about the Bears? Uh, probably better. Um, just because this year was so rough for them. I mean, they won how many games? Three. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think. I think they'll be at least somewhat better. I could see five or six games um, if they'll give Justin Fields some help. Yeah, I don't think it can get worse than three. Yeah. I think, I mean, at least you're winning five. They'll still probably be bad, but I think they at least win five. Yeah, so. I agree. So, and I think, you, you think they're going to, I've seen, I've seen some mock drafts that have them taking Jalen Carter, number one overall. Um, and which he's a good player. I, I would go Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson's going to be a monster. Um, and I just feel like uh, an edge rusher like that is going to be more impactful than a D lineman for you, and especially at the number one overall pick. But um, yeah, I think it probably just depends on uh, if you want to trade it or not. Um, yeah, and also what your your scheme. I don't know their defensive scheme. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think Will Anderson's going to fall, but Carter certainly has the momentum in terms of regular season performance. Will Anderson didn't seem to dominate in the same way he did the year before. Yeah. Um, but he didn't like drop off. So I definitely think, uh, I don't think you can make a mistake. It just kind of depends. I mean, I think you're picking between like what Chris Jones and TJ Watt. That's my guess in terms of ceilings. Yeah. Maybe I mean you can't say Aaron Donald is a ceiling because that's just ridiculous. Uh, but Chris Jones would be a reasonable ceiling of potential for Carter. No, yeah, so, I agree. So I think either way. But I if I were Chicago, I'm trading that pick. That's my that's my call. Yeah. I think you get a haul for it. So we'll see what they do. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But what about Minnesota? I'm saying worse. Yeah, worse. I mean I think they got I mean, I like O'Connell, um, but I think I think everyone knew this year they were kind of frauds. Yeah, um, it kind of showed, and I, I think next year they'll be worse, and I think people will be like, "Man, what happened? Why did this roster fall off?" And I don't think it's that the roster will fall off. I just think they overperformed this year. And I think next year, if they perform at what they should, like if they don't overperform, uh, I think they're in you know seven eight win team. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, that team's not going to be nearly as good. As they were this year. I mean, they're point differential points to that. So yeah, and and a part. I think a big part of it was Jefferson had a great year, and I I don't think he'll win MVP. I'm glad he got the nod for it. Um, I'd love for him to win it. Uh, maybe you never know. I mean, if they're if they're nominating Brock Purdy for offensive rookie of the year, maybe they're willing to give it the uh, Jefferson the MVP. Um, but. I think part of their success is he he was on fire early on, but he kind of cooled off near the end. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think teams started figuring out how to stop him a little bit. Not that, not to the point where he didn't have stats, but to the point where once they stopped him, the Vikings didn't really have an offense. Right. So, yeah. So I I think worse. The Vikings definitely need wide receiver two is a need. Thielen is not what he was. Yeah. So, and maybe some help at running back because Dalvin Cook is not been healthy for a while and it's starting to show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 
Well, that's the north. Uh, how about yeah. the, how about the let's let's go south. Let's save the west for last. Yeah. Do you think you think Atlanta will be better and worse? I think they went seven and ten. I think better. I I same or better. I don't think they'll be worse. I, I like I think the roster has some some upside, and I've heard rumors of getting Lamar Jackson, and not that, um, not that Lamar's the greatest quarterback ever. We've talked about that, but he would become the best quarterback in the NFC South. So, um, and that team would be probably be the best team at that time. So, uh, I think same or better. I like Arthur Smith a lot. So. I would say same. I think they'll finish around the same. Um, I don't. Th- I think seven wins. I thought they'd be. I thought they were going to finish worse in the league coming into the year. Yeah. Um, besides maybe the Bears. Um, so, I think. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it depends on Ritter. If you don't get Lamar, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think they. I don't think you're going to do better because I think Carolina. This is getting. This is, I guess, jumping so we can move to Carolina. I think Carolina gets better, and I think they're yeah. gonna, I think they will get a quarterback. They will have someone starting next year, who will. Yeah, it might be Darnold. For yeah. Ever. Oh, they got a coach. They hired Frank Reich. So, yeah. um, and I feel like that's a good hire. Yeah, I I would hope that you're with hiring a new coach, and you know, you have you have the capability of maybe getting up there to t- to take a you know one of these quarterbacks. Um, maybe giving him the chance to, you know, pick his quarterback. Um, you know, because you could, you could, you could trade for that first round pick or that first overall pick. Um, and then, you know, if you think if if Reich's like, hey, I want, you know, I think with Young or Stroud, you know, so I I, I would be up for that. I think I'm all all my for giving a coach, you know, like his choice of a guy. Um, and I think he's gonna. I mean, either way, he has a choice because either he he gets a free agent or he he gets a guy from the draft. But they have they have means. You know, if you know they could trade their first round pick this year, um, or maybe they're like a first and second. I don't know. And then like you probably have to trade Brian Burns. Um, would be my guess, and maybe someone else uh, to get that pick from the Bears. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, I think all that say I do think better. I agree. They have to get better. They can't get worse. I don't yeah. think for them. I think they, yeah, they, yeah, they have a good roster. Yeah, they played actually after Matt Rule left. They played surprisingly well. Um, yeah, they had some. There's some upsides that 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 roster. Steve um, Wilkes did a good job with them. Frank Reich. I, yeah, I think Frank Reich. Like his downfall in Indy was he didn't have a quarterback. But can you blame him? Like, yeah, to some extent, it's like Ballard. Has well, got to make the call to go get someone. Well, that and also from what I'm seeing and hearing about Jim Irsay, I don't know if Jim Irsay really knows what's going on with the coaching position. Um, right. Because right now, guy. Jim Irsay, the word is that he still wants he Jeff Saturday is his top guy, which for who knows why. He's, We've seen enough. Yeah. And I don't know why you would hire him. So they fired. He, I mean, obviously, Jim Irsay has a big say in what goes on with that team. So he obviously would have had a big say in firing Reich. So, Maybe they just, yeah. Maybe he just has no idea what goes on with an NFL coach, and he shouldn't have been fired. But he got another chance, so I'm I'm happy for him. But yeah, I think Panthers better. So what about the Bucks? Uh, worse. 
I think they lose Brady. And oh, they, yeah. Even though he retired last year and came back, they didn't go and draft, like, a young guy. Uh, yeah, I was surprised about that. That um, shocked me. I thought they would take get a quarterback. Late. I think, huh? Even late, I didn't. I was surprised they didn't. Right. I think, like, a guy like Tanner McKee from Stanford could be an option for them. Um, you have Trask, but I don't think anyone thinks he's going to be a baller. But he's been in the system two years, so maybe you play him. I think they draft somebody. And then, yeah. Now here's my fi- here will be my favorite thing. You bring Jameis back. Dang. That would be so redemption fun. arc. I would pay for NFL season ticket to watch that. Uh, now would they have to trade for Jameis? No, I think he'll be a free agent. Okay. But if he's not, I would think New Orleans. You know, I don't know. That can't be a big. They're not going to play him next year. It's pretty obvious. You, you oh, chose yeah. to play Andy Dalton. Saying, I thought you were saying not going to play against him. I was like, no, they would. But, yeah, no, they're not going to play him at quarterback. Yeah, so. And, plus, Jameis, you know how it goes. Like, when he plays with Tampa, uh, he's more likely to throw a pass to the other team than your team. Um, so, New Orleans, honestly, it might be guaranteeing a season sweep of the Bucks if they trade Jameis back true. to them. Who knows, yeah. Yeah, I, I think – I, I'm going to say, yeah, I agree worse. This team, the Bucks just had a disappointing season. Um, it's a sad way for the, the Brady era in Tampa to end, but um, I, I think he goes – I think he's going to go to the Raiders. Um, not that I think that's the best choice, but I just think it makes sense right now with McDaniel being there. Um, and they – as bad as that team was, like there is some upside, like – he would get to have Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. So that's a pretty – I mean, Devontae Adams is a great receiver. And Darren Waller. So you're – you know, you get a lot of guys there. Josh Jacobs had a, a – one of I mean, he was one of the top running backs this year. So I um, I think that makes sense uh, offensively. I've also heard Miami. Um, it'd be rough for Tua fans. Um, and I think it would also be rough for Mike McDaniel. But – I think Mike McDaniel would get on board because it's like it's Tom Brady and you're not going to be like, no, I don't like, I don't want Tom Brady. It's like, no, take Tom Brady. So yeah, we'll see. But I think bucks get worse. Yeah. They're definitely going to get worse. Tough day to and be bucks Saints, fan, but you got a super bowl. Oh, you go got ahead. A super bowl. They did. You got what you wanted. That's all. You're not, you, I mean, you, you went from, play. you went from being horrible to getting a super bowl yep. and in pretty quick time. Yep. Um, so uh, now the Saints. Um, worse. What were they? How many wins did they have? Seven or eight? I think. They yeah. Had, um, I think they went yeah, seven and ten. Uh, that ro- Yeah, seven and ten. That roster is struggling. Uh, got some old boys. Uh, cap nightmare again. That's just how it goes every year for them. Uh, and they push it back another year, but they can never bring in a big target. Um, yeah. I'd say for better or not for better or worse. Well, I mean, we are talking for better or worse. So I'm going to say worse. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they offload Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah. Just because by the time they'll be ready to actually compete, he's going to be old. So for yep. his sake, for his sake, let him go somewhere where he can thrive. Trade him um, even for like a third round pick. Like get something. Yeah. He's going to get less than McCaffrey did. Rightfully so, because he's older, and it's been like over a year since he was that productive. But uh, 
the quarterback, I mean, first off, I think Dennis Allen is not a great head coach. He's not bad, I don't think, but he's uninspiring. And then Andy Dalton was – like, you can't have Andy Dalton or Jameis starting next year. You gotta do yeah. Something. Yeah. Well, and if, and if you ever want to try and somehow get Sean Payton to come coach for you again, you got to give him something to actually coach. Like Tom Brady. Yeah. I or don't think Tom's – I don't think – yeah. You bring Drew Brees out of retirement. But uh, they got to do something. So, yeah. NFC South is a train wreck. Panthers? It is. I put money on them right now to win the NFC South. Okay. I probably put my money on the Falcons, but uh, I think it's one of those two. So, okay. NFC West. Bring it home. All right. Niners, better or worse, they went 13-4. and four. Um, I'm going to say same. I'm going to say same or worse. Not be again, not because I think they're going to be bad, but I think more so they'll be similar um, to this uh, or a little less, like, you know, one or two wins less uh, because I think they're going to be good again. Uh, I think Brock Purdy will be the starting quarterback. Um, and the scheme will still be good because it's Kyle Shanahan, and they're still going to win a good number of games because the defense is still going to be monstrous. So, yeah, yeah, I think same, probably same, maybe a little worse. Yeah, I probably would say uh, the same as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what quarterback looks like, um, and if uh, if it's Purdy, if he can perform the same level. If it's not yeah. Purdy, is it Jimmy G? Is it Trey Lance? And if so, is Jimmy G still going to be good? Or will he kind of have a lot more Jimmy G moments? And if it's Trey Lance, is Trey Lance legit? So, but I think Shanahan's going to be like, they're going to be good anyway. So, uh, I would say the same. The NFC West should be better next year. Like, yeah. Arizona and the Rams should be better. But I think San Francisco will probably still own them. So yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of those two teams, do you think Arizona is better or worse? They won four games. They're the th- number three pick. I think better. Um, yeah, just because I don't think you can get much worse. <laughs> uh, I think with a new coach, I think that will help because Kings- Kingsbury um, sucks, and now he's in Thailand, living it up with all the the or not Thailand. <laughs> New Zealand. I don't know why I said Thailand. <laughs> um, Same difference. All, yeah, but with all the, the New Zealand ladies. and um, I wonder what a New Zealand accent sounds like. Is it New Zealand near Australia? I don't know. But it'll be – I can't imagine someone from not in America with an accent trying to pronounce Cliff Kings, Kingsbury. I keep saying his name wrong. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, that would be tough. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think better because there's not much worse you can get. Yeah. That's very rare that a team will do that bad and have their franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Very unique situation. Uh, but I agree they will be better. Uh, the Rams, I think they'll also be better. Although, yeah. there's, they could they could be just as bad. I think, but I don't think they will be. Well, I think same or better. Again, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they'll 
win less games than they did. I think they're either going to win the same amount or at least one or two more. Yeah, I think the same amount. I think they might miss the playoffs next year still. I have yeah. no, I don't trust that team. But no, I agree. Um. All right, last team, Seattle. I'm going to say worse. Uh, I think they went nine, seven, and one. Or sorry, nine and eight made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't think Gino is going to do as well next year. Uh, and I think other teams are going to be better. I mean, they made the playoffs because Green Bay couldn't finish the job. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I I don't have a lot of confidence in Gino or yeah. the rest of the team. Uh, to like compete with the Rams and the Cardinals at full strength. I don't, I think if the NFC East is like, I just think everyone else is getting better. Now, what they do with those first round picks will be interesting. Uh, yeah. But I'd say worse. Yeah. No, I agree. I think worse. Um, you know, with the Rams, like, yeah, that's the other thing is um, the Rams and the Cardinals got slaughtered with the injury bug. Um, and that's just something you can't predict and kind of can't control. And that just happens sometimes. Um, but it does give us classic moments like Baker Mayfield, you know, being there, being at this with the Rams for about two days and leading, beating the Broncos and, um, or no Raiders, not, I mean, they beat the Broncos too pretty badly, but, um, uh, that was on Nickelodeon, but <laughs> classic, uh, yeah, being the Raiders, uh, with a 98 yard touchdown drive, uh, which was wild, uh, to watch. Um, but yeah, I think the Seahawks, um, yeah, I think Gino's fine. He's, I don't think he's going to be better than he was this year. I think he'll be, you know, close to the same or mediocre because he's in the system. So he knows the system. Um, they've got some upside though. I mean, Kenneth Walker, um, who's also up for offense rookie of the year. Um, you know, DK Metcalf, the offense is the offense has some upside The and there's some young youth on the defense, but. Still, the team, it just – there's there's holes. Um, and at times, they just don't play well. And I don't know if that's them. I I don't know also at what point Pete Carroll's leash runs out. Um, because at some point, like, you know, you got to get a point where it's like, okay, it's time to move on and try something else, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, but I think worse. Sorry, Seattle fans. Sorry. Yeah. 12th man, it's, it's a rough, but Hey, you know, at least you guys can live with the fact, at least you guys are satisfied with the fact that you went through what people would say is like one of the worst experiences when you have like, you know, a quarterback, he's like your franchise guy gets traded and everyone's like, you're going to be horrible and they're going to be great. And then you actually better than them. Um, so you had like, for all in all, you had a success of a season. Yeah. You won, you got the moral victory and the actual victory of winning some games. So. Take your victory lap now while you have the chance. Yes. Amen. Um, and pray that Pete Carroll gets admitted to uh, a retirement home and you can get someone else to coach you before he passes out on the field. There, we, might, okay. we might read your point that Pete Carroll loses his mind literally, and but, <laughs> but no one's going to like tell him. Yeah. So you're just right going to stop with a demented coach. Yeah, right now the race is between who will retire first, Pete Carroll or Tom Brady. Right now, it's also a race to see who will get uh, asked to leave their job first, Joe Biden or Pete Carroll. <laughs> Dude, why, now that you say that, why do they look alike? 
They do. <laughs> and they also both have just weird moments. Pete Carroll they has do. some weird sayings. Yeah, dude. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, yeah. Well, that's uh, better or worse for the NFC. We'll do AFC next week. Before we go, real quick, uh, let's do our uh, championship game picks. Um, well, we'll just do outright winners this week. Um, so, NFC, I'm going to go I'm, – I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Um, I'm on the Brock Purdy train. I love that guy, and mm. I'm hoping I, I, I'm hoping it continues. I'd love for it to continue. And then I'm going to go – I'm going to go Chiefs. Uh, so, Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. That's my guess. Uh, and that's more so picking with my heart than anything. But I think it's going to be – I think the Bengals beat the Chiefs as, as much as I hate that. And I think it will be Bengals-Niners. Okay. So, I'm sorry, Eagles. We none of us, Neither of us picked you. but uh, Yeah. And go prove us wrong. So, yeah, prove, prove us wrong. wrong. We're underdogs. You're underdog mentality. Yeah, we dare you. It would be wild if it was Eagles Chiefs, because then Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey would be the first brothers to ever play against each other in the Super Bowl. That would be um, awesome fun. Because John the Harbaugh's were the first ever coach against each other. But also best quarterback in the league, Gardner Minshew. Would be yeah, he'd be in the Super Bowl. Him, Chad Henney, oh former Jacksonville Jaguar quarterbacks. Dude, yeah. that's what we need. We need the Chiefs and the Eagles to win this week, and then we need to somehow go on the the dark web and hire not an assassin but like like someone who does the work of an assassin but instead of assassinating like they just like cripple like, crip, not cripple but like that's what you're it saying just, it just so happens that when Patrick Mahomes like steps out of his hotel room like there's a skateboard and like he slips and like he can't play ba- you know? so this is Bounty Gate what this is Bounty Gate like yeah so game. then we can have a Chad Henney Gardner Minshew Super Bowl matchup yeah that's the Jags made it to the Super Bowl that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I agree. But Gardner Minshew made it to the Super Bowl before Trevor Lawrence. How does that how does that make you feel, Jacksonville? Yeah. You made Minshew a mistake. Magic. You made a mistake. Yeah, I agree. All right. Any last words for, for our fans, Zach? What am I dying? My terminal? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. No, I, my my final words are uh go dogs. Huh? That's well the Browns. Oh, I was so confused. <laughs> Go dogs. My final words are um if you if you think uh if you think that Jeff Saturday is a legit uh candidate for a head coaching position, um you also need to be entered into a retirement home. Dude, the holy grail, the holy trinity of of NFL people who need to enter no not NFL, but of old white guys with white hair who need to enter retirement homes are Jim Ursay, Joe, Joe Biden, and Pete Carroll. Oh, mercy. <laughs> Bro, uh, this T-shirt with just the picture of those three faces on them, like in a in like a, uh, like a a triangle. No other text, just those three. That would be, we'll know. That would be phenomenal. They're I, losing I it, dude. I don't know if I want to wear that uh, probably, <laughs> but that would be beautiful to wear and be in private. Be- Amen. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Bon voyage.